there are times where he goes like hurl. <laughs> That's <laughs> so annoying. <laughs> it's like a oh, dying animal. <laughs> I just, I just don't see it. I don't see. I, yeah, because you got your Boyd glasses on, dude. I, dude, I don't on, care, man. man. These goggles, these are good goggles. He just, God, he's a good fucking singer. That like just. Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So uh, let's go. This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast where every week we get into a different band and we uh, break down one of their records. We dive into the lyrics, the music, the production, everything you can think of. And uh, we uh, we try to have a good time while we do that. So my name is Tyler try. and way out there hundreds of miles away is Jeff. While you're listening, go to Spotify, give us five stars. Go to Apple Podcasts, give us five stars. Please go do that. Give us five stars and five stars only. Uh, all the social media is at Asinine Radio. We have a Discord server. If you want to join that, let us know. We'll send you the link. And we have a phone number. You can call us. Uh, leave us a voicemail. Shoot us a text. The phone number is 503-893-5307. And now that we have the boring intro out of the way, what are we doing today, Jeff? We're doing uh, Science by Incubus. Incubus formed in Calabasas, California in 1991 by Brandon Boyd on vocals, Mike Einziger on guitar, Alex Katunik on bass, and Jose Pasillas on drums. They currently have eight full-length records, six EPs, five live albums, two comps, and have sold over 19 million copies worldwide. But the album we're doing today is Science, and it's also known as Sailing Catamarans is Every Nautical Captain's Ecstasy. 
It was released September 9th, 1997. It features brand new, the original lineup of the band, plus Gavin Koppel, also known as DJ Life, on turntables. So, Jeff, uh, what is your uh, origin story with the Incubuses? Go. I I don't I don't know the exact time place what was going on, but um, I did see Incubus. I think it was K-Rock's first Inland Invasion in 2001. And uh, they were there. I, I didn't really care for it too much. I wasn't there to like see them. I was there for, for Weezer, Pennywise, and then Offspring for sure. But I do remember Mixmaster Mike from the Beastie Boys being there. And then, um, what's what's the Kilmore at the time? DJ was Kilmore, that? yeah. Yeah. Well, Kilmore was Him and that. Mixmaster Mike did like a, a DJ battle set. That was really cool. As my, you know, what, 14-year-old self? I thought that was really cool. But it really wasn't until Warning is when I I, I, I listened to Incubus and, and liked them and enjoyed it and then realized they're the same band that did, like, Stellar, uh, and Drive, and Pardon Me, but as a kid, I did like those songs. <laughs> um, so I, I don't I don't have, like, a, a definitive time... Um, that I was I was really into Incubus or introduced in Incubus, but I think I probably went over this last time too. But an old an old uh, significant other of mine was really really into Incubus mm-hmm. and and listened to Incubus often, very very often, and she also liked uh, Coldplay. So so those two bands, whenever I hear them, even still to this day. Um, a lot of memories are brought up, good, bad, whatever. They are just memories in general. So, so Incubus yeah. is one of those bands that that is attached to a specific period of my life. And Makes uh, sense. yeah, and again, it's not like it's a bad thing or a good thing. It's just you know, it's a thing. Yeah, that's so it's kind of cool. So music does. Yeah. yeah. All so right. no matter what, no matter no matter how much shit I talk in Incubus, there's always a place for them. Because I've listened to a lot of Incubus, even when I don't want to. So that's fine. <laughs> and Coldplay too. I know a lot of Coldplay songs. <laughs> God, Coldplay, man. I just I don't get that band. I don't get it. They're just straight I up boring, the world, man. The world. Right the word. It's good. It's pretty it's a pretty dope line though. Eh, it's all right. I've heard better. I I used to rule the world. Seas would rise when I gave the word. That's pretty dope. Yeah, that's a good line. But go yeah, ahead. So what's okay. your uh, what's your what's your origin story with the Incubi? With the Incubi, uh, yes. My uh, the first time I ever heard them was the music video for Stellar on TRL back in the day. So it had to have been late ninety nine, early two thousand, um, because I was glued to TRL every weekday after school come straight home and watch it and i i don't i don't believe it was the world premiere of the video but uh but yeah they it definitely cracked that top 10 and they showed it and i i was like i just never heard anything like it before and i really liked stellar still do um and i remember recording that video off trl the next day i was watching it a lot and then i eventually went out and got make yourself and then a friend of mine had the family values tour 98 cd which included, you know, Corn, Limp Bizkit, Ice Cube, Rammstein, Orgy, and then it had one Incubus song because Incubus played a few of the dates on Family Values, so they decided to throw one Incubus song on there. And at that time, only Science was out, so they had there was a live version of New Skin on there, 
and that song blew me fucking away. I, I, I couldn't believe that the same band that made Make Yourself had any records prior to that and that they sounded like New Skin. And uh, and yeah, so that's 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 my origin story with Incubus. I, I've just been a fan ever since I heard Stellar on TRL that day. And I followed their career, bought a lot of their records or almost all their records since. And um, yeah, just, just a big fan. Brandon Boyd is my favorite singer of all time. Jose Pasillas is one of my favorite drummers, top five drummer for me. And um, yeah, there you go, Incubus. That's my origin okay. story. Don't okay. come. Sticking to it. Sure. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. I respect it. Well, you should. So, <laughs> so what? So, <laughs> you fucking asshole. Um. So, should we just jump into new skin, or should we? What, yeah, what's your, let's what's do your, new what, skin. Actually, what's your what's your origin story with science? Like, when was uh, the first time you heard science? Not so mine was many, shortly many after. Years. Okay, mine, mine was shortly after I heard new, that live version of New Skin. But yeah, honestly, but I think is, science may have been you. I, I think you may have introduced me to science in high school, because until then it was it was Morning View and then Make Yourself, and I did like Make Yourself for a very long time because you know I was basic in high school, not a big deal, whatever. But I, I, I think it was probably you that that was like, oh yeah, you should listen to science because it's fucking better and and aggressive and, and harder and weirder and just better. Yeah, it is. Had to have been. There's no reason. There's no reason for me to go because I, I, I just I've never liked make yourself that much to to dive into the discography, and until fairly recently, in the past like decade, I guess, I, I've never just thought like Morning View was that great. So it had to have been been you telling me to listen yeah. to science in high school. Because I don't I don't really know anybody outside of Annie that liked Incubus. Nobody really liked them in high school outside of her. But she loves, loves, loves Morning View. That's her. That's her record. Yeah, she um, knows. She knows. You know. Well, you know. She knows something. You know. She knows some things, and that's not one of them. She knows good things, and that is one of them. Well, so you're right. That's so even yeah. more debatable. But <laughs> I wonder if Annie still listens to the podcast. There's no way she does. <laughs> she was like one of our. She was one of our first listeners. She was I our doubt. first listener, and then our first uh, unsubscriber. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I would love if Annie reached out and said that she's mad at me for mad at us for talking about her on the podcast because she always hated us talking about her on the pod. <laughs> oh, man. Ah, Annie, she's so funny. We don't even say last names either. Not that it matters. I, I did say her last name, though. Right now you did? Yeah. <laughs> She'd be even more mad at me. So this is how I'll know if she listens, if she if she messages me about it. But um, That would be funny. That'd like be great. That. But uh, anyway, let's get back to New Skin uh, because this is, like I said, the first song I heard. This is one of the more, more popular songs on the record. What are your What are your thoughts on this one? Or do, actually, wait, 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 do you have any stinkers on this record? Oh, hold on Whoa. there, dude. Slow down. Whoa. I do not have stinkers now. Okay, I don't either. How many bangers I, do you have? I, I I don't think there's any re- song on this album that's even like close to being a stinker. That should even be considered in the same sentence as being a stinker. But I do have okay songs. Oh, God, you're the worst. I have let's see, at least two, three. I have at least three okay songs, and I have one song that I'm just I still not even fucking sure about. <laughs> All right, so I have twelve bangers on this one. That makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. <laughs> They're all bangers. 
Um, so where, where does new skin sit on, on the banger list for you? That's my six B. No. Yeah. Right there in the middle, baby. No. Not falling short, not showing off. I like it. Ah, uh, you're, you make no fucking sense. This is my one B. This is the best song. This is oh, my God, favorite that's, Incubus song. This that's is my wrong. favorite Incubus song. Yeah. It's super new metal-y and fucking sounding. It's fucking great. It has the percussion. Uh-huh. It has that 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 first bass hit in. It just sounds like a like an animal growling, and just Brandon rips it up on the on the the bongos and shit. As stupid as it sounds, he rips it up. Every every member absolutely kills it on this one on this song. And this is the only song on the record where Brandon screams. The only song. It's fucking great, man. That bridge, that like, build up. He kind of like yells. No, he screams. It's a straight up scream. It's like a. It's a scream. Get out of here. I like the song though. It's cool. But it is the song is very new metally, new metally oh, sounding. God. That it's chorus cool. is, is very like very POD sounding or some shit like mm. that. Really like the only part of the song I'd be okay without is the chorus. And this is like essentially a jam song. It's rad. A lot of these songs I think are 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 kind of just like jam songs. But just I don't know, they force the melody into them. Which is fine. Nothing wrong with that. I get it. They forced the melt. No, they did not force. The oh melody yeah, into dude. It. There's there's only like three songs on you, here that have a strong melody that you can that you can hum that you can think about after it's done. Otherwise, it's just Brandon Boyd singing and fluctuating his voice a couple of times. No but melody. you need that. You need that break. You need that melody break because it's just that that heavy guitar riff, and then you get into the verses where it's just that slap bass, and Brandon's rapping. Essentially, he's pretty much rapping. And then it just transitions into that chorus. You need that fucking break, that melodic break. Yeah, it's not his best melodic performance, but At it's all. still not solid. It's, it's oh, fine. God, it serves a purpose. So you put this it's, down as your six B, like the six yeah. worst worst song on the record. Or six. There's only five songs better than this one. Oh my god! You rank it, it so low, uh, based off of one chorus. That's just that's just stupid. We're splitting hairs. I have to. What do you want me to do? I, I will say too. I just overall, I will say too. Uh, lyrically, Brandon Brandon Boyd's lyrics. I I, I I I get it. They're not supposed <laughs> to be. The, that's not the focal point of, of of his delivery. He's a he's a he's not a lyric man. He's he's a he's a vocal performance man. Right. He, he focus on on his melodies more. His voice more. His lyrics are pretty. Uh, they weren't bad. I like them. They weren't bad. No. But they're very just like what you see is what you get, bro. That's it. I don't think they're I don't think they're as deep as he says they are. Like he, oh he has he has some explanations. So yeah, he has some far. explanations about him. And I'm like, uh, I guess I mean he wrote the songs. I mean he knows better than anybody. Except but me. well, and me, obviously, more than you. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. oh, where was I going? But yeah, yeah I you're, where you're, I was you're going. trying to gush on Brandon Boyd's lyrics, but you can't. No, I don't. I don't dumb. think his lyrics are good on this at all. I really don't. I think they're stupid. There's one song, it's Vitamin, where I'm just like, I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. I have no fucking clue. None at all. It's, it's, Vitamin's I, I, B. <laughs> Vitamin. I like the song. The song itself I love, but mm. the lyrics are just, they're, 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 they're dumb. Yeah. But this anyway, is, uh, new skin. Dude, yeah. this, this band, man, I, I've been very... What do you call it? Like, like, like in Wizard of Oz, at the very end, when when they thought this wizard was this grand thing, and they open the curtain, it's just some fucking guy behind there with a bunch of knobs. That yeah. that like grand like disillusionment. 
Is that, I mean, the right phrasing? I guess that's, yeah, you could say that. That's, that's what this week has been for, for science for me. There's this grand, like, disillusionment. This is <sighs> not, this is not as great as, as, as you think it is, as, as I thought it was, as most people think it is. It's just really not. It's a lot of really great musicians coming together, putting together songs that are, are good and then sometimes great. Oh, That's man, it. okay. I, you just, you've said so many wrong things tonight. I'm it's just saying. Just, I cause them as I see them. It's all yeah, I can do. Yeah, you're just saying. You're just saying That's stupid. Cause them as I see them. It's all I can do. No more, no less. <laughs> New skin. So, uh, yeah, what, what else do you have on, on this song? Musically, lyrically? Do you want to touch upon the lyrics? Uh, let's see what I wrote here on the lyrics. Uh, eh, lyrics kind of dumb. Well, okay, so 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 so. Um, <laughs> uh, this is what Brandon had to say on about Newskin. He said, "In Newskin, I attribute a scab to the present state of society. The way the scab looks in its worst state is gross and chaotic and horrible. That's now, but when it breaks away, there's a brand new piece of skin that's stronger than before. It's like creation out of chaos." So uh, I didn't really get that from it. Maybe a little bit. I, I just I did I did get that. I I, really? wrote, I I think it's about seeing the world as this terrible place, but knowing it can change. Knowing that under the shit, there's this new layer of skin, like in the fucking name of the song, that can come forward and help heal. See, I I I took it in a more negative way, where I thought it was it was a it was a a take on society, um, how everything's cyclical and how. Because because of that, when things start to break down, they start to heal itself, but in a wrong way. So as time goes on, things get worse and worse. That heals wrong every single time until there's a complete and full collapse of society. And then at that point, then a new beginning starts. So it's the buildup of just, just, just awfulness and negativity and, and everything like that until everything collapses. That's what I got from it. But okay. all I know, I'm not Brandon Boyd. I'm not the cool guy himself. He's definitely not cool. He's pretty fucking cool though. He is not fucking. He's cool, pretty dude. fucking he's, cool, dude. He's just a guy that that is like like skinny buff that is that is just wears <laughs> like these these t-shirts that he doesn't button like the bottom half of them, so it shows off like that little V thing that he has going down to his crotch area. But again, he's just like skinny buff, and he just happens to be fairly good looking. Yeah. But not by like California standards. He looks like every other fucking person you go to the beach with. Yeah, yeah that's true. He's a pretty boy with baby. a pretty fo- voice. That's what pretty he is. Boy with a pretty void. With a pretty void. <laughs> I don't know. Oh man. Oh what is, man. What is what? Uh, what is vitamin? Vitamins on one B. This was like no contest either. That's my eight B. That's stupid. Um, so vitamin. <laughs> <laughs> That is that is really really dumb what you just said. Like that's I will I will say that a lot of stupid. I swear you can throw it in six months. I listen to this. I'll listen to this record and a lot of these will change as bangers because I I just think they're all so good. It's so hard to to rank them. It really is for me. I, Outside I, of like a couple I songs, I fucking can't even believe it. I like vitamin. I cannot I love believe vitamin. it. I can't believe it. Why? First of all, it has a melody. There's a melody oh here. So therefore, we can take Brandon's existence in this band because he's mm. not slapping bass. You know, he's not like laying down well, cool guitar licks. Slap bass, but that's fine. He's not doing anything except singing. He sings well, mm-hmm. and then laying down melodies. If you're not gonna fucking as a singer, if you're not gonna lay down melodies, get the fuck out of here. 
fuck off. Especially if the band can't throw down melodies instrumentally. That's fine, whatever. That's why you got a singer. He can't do it. But he does in this one. And and he yells in this one. There's yelling here. Uh, not like a new skin, though. Not not quite as aggressive as there, but he yells. And and I really, God, I really like when he says more easily. And he goes, more easily. Because <laughs> it's kind of marble mouthy, but it's not, mm-hmm. it's not annoying. It's like, yeah, I, I acknowledge we kind of come from that scene, that era, that place, you know, in Southern California. I get it, but uh, I'm going to do it better. And he does it better, and I love it. I love that part. That's my favorite part of the song. Just that, more easily. And he sings it so goddamn good, too. I love it. And the bridge is so fucking sick. It's so cool. And then it drops back into like the beginning whole part style thing. And I fucking absolutely love it. Vitamin's a perfect song. It's, 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 it's a great it's, song. Oh, it's, it's a perfect song. It's better than It's a great song. It's, it's, it, it's, it's fucking it's amazing. Dude, the I, intro builds that phase effect to like the symbol to the beat. All while Brain like whisper sings. Yeah. Oh. It, it, he kind of like sings in a, like a lower register too. I'm born. I'm alive. I breathe. And it's just, it, it's a great this, build. It's a great fucking build. Some shit like, like hardcore bands do, right? <laughs> Before they like drop into this huge like yeah, blast beater or scream part. Yeah. Like Turnstile still does this shit. It's cool. And the Tremillo guitar, like, it's so fucking yeah. rad. I, I love every bit of this song. Every bit of the song is made to be better. Like, they had a sick song to begin with, and then they kind of sat down and said, okay, how can we dissect this song, individual parts, to make it even better? And that's exactly what they did. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. And once again, that melody in that chorus, you stare at me like I'm a vitamin. It's like, it's very, it's almost you like Red Hot Chili Peppers. Like I'm a <laughs> it's it's very red hot chili peppers but way cooler and way more pleasant sounding than anthony kiddis can ever do ah uh, on the surface you hate it's it's so choppy i love it i fucking love that chorus but it's still so melodic like you said oh boy what a good, good song man what a, what a good song. Yeah, fuck it. let's, let's play song. vitamin let's play i got we got to do this i'm gonna play vitamin here it is from the incubuses
There it is, vitam, vitamin from the incubus. Vitamin of vegemin. Vitamin of vegemin, yes. Mm-hmm. I love Lucy. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Um, yeah, but I, I, I think this is just such a good song. It, he has a way of um, his vocals. What am I trying to say? He doesn't. He doesn't pronounce or enunciate his words properly not properly but just in a normal way he kind of he yeah fuck do you know what i'm talking about yeah he's i can't even try to explain it's so hard to explain it's gonna sound like a negative thing but it's not because not a lot of singers can do it properly but he sings his words so you don't understand what he's saying but you can understand how he says it and so yeah okay when you're when you're singing along to these songs like I can do, I can do all the nuance and fluctuation in his voice, <laughs> but I have no idea what he's saying. And that's what he does best is because now, because he's not a lyric man, so now we're focusing on like his vocal delivery rather than what he is saying. And I think that's great because he's using his voice as a musical instrument rather than just being the front man of a band. Yeah, yeah. And I love you nailed that. nailed it. You nailed it. So what do you have lyrically on this one? Because like I said, I, I, I have no idea what the fuck he's talking about in this song. I thought this was like about annoyed me. some sort of like awakening, maybe spiritual. He mentions he mentions this thing called called somna somnabulism. Yeah, somnabulism. Somnabulism. Which uh I was like, what the fuck is that? I thought it was some like I don't even know, Buddhist thing, but it's just a fancy word for sleepwalking. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I thought that was really cool. And I was like, okay, cool. Like that's what this song's about. Sleepwalking, you know, metaphorically, like we go through life sleeping because we take our our vitamins, which may be physical ingestion of, of pills or anywhere or dependence on technology or whatever it is that curb our, our free thinking. I think overall, that's what this album is about. And it's funny that it's called science and then retcon to be, you know, it stands for something, which, OK, no. Yeah. But that's funny that. that it's that it's called science, and then all this whole kind of album is about about like free thinking, opening your eyes, you know, f- being yourself, not not sacrificing morals and values for other people or religion or whatever. So I think that's cool. Like it's a, it's a, it's it's a concept album, very very loose, and I dig that because um, he doesn't need he doesn't need great lyrics because he's a great singer and he really is. Yeah, you're right, and. I also want to touch upon Alex's bass playing in the song. It's some, one of the more straightforward and basic um, songs for him. It, it's so basic, but it's still so intriguing and still so exciting. He can write fucking amazing bass lines, and they're so loud. He, he's turned up so loud in the mix, not to the point where he drowns everybody else out, but he just it adds this just thick just this absolute thick tone that you don't hear on most records. Even like low ending sounding records don't sound like this. It, it's a, it's, it's such a unique sounding record all, all around because of how it was mixed and produced and everything. And it, I just love how unique it is and how great of a bass player he is. He is He's great. Fantastic. He's great. He's a fantastic bass player. Uh, okay. I get it, bro. I get it. <laughs> some of these songs here, some of my, especially my LK songs, this is like, this is like when you go to a bar and there's a band playing, you're like, wow, these guys are really, really fucking good. That singer's a really good singer. But you know, like, they're never going to get anywhere because mm-hmm. this is, this is it. 
that's what some of these okay songs are like. They're just like a really, really <laughs> good bar band. Like nothing really is 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 fantastic. It's fine. I get it. You can wink. Okay. Eh, whatever. But it's still great. I mean, yes, he can wink, but he's still he adds so much character and so much greatness to these songs. On this one, on Morning View, he adds so much to the songs. Like you can't just throw See, him away trying... as you can't just throw him away as like this this winky bass player. I was I was trying to find like what what his actual participation was in the writing of these of these songs in the, like the more forward like melodic songs and if and if he was writing like like warning right if that tune was written by him then mm-hmm. i would give him so much more credit or if he's just putting the backing bass parts to vitamin and new skin then it's like okay dude, you're just a really good bass player that can't write fucking music like so you're not worth anything a, per, a, a, a bass player that can like Paul McCartney, right? I guess that's the, on the top of my head here. A guy that can write fucking really, really good, catchy, melodic music, but who's also a pretty good bass player. Very good because bass he player, pl- yeah. Because he plays to what he writes. He knows how he writes. He knows how he plays bass, and he can do both at the same time. Yeah. I don't know if this guy can do that. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I think, I think comparing him to Paul McCartney is, is a little unfair. But that was the first thing that came to my head. There's a lot of yeah. Mark Mark Hoppus is 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 a guy that can write really really great songs, but he's not a good bass player. It's fine. But he's primarily a singer. Mark is he's not a bad bass player by any means. He has some really good bass lines. He's fine. He's not a good oh, bass player. God damn. It's so bass is bass is no don't no 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 because bass is bass is that thing that that we've gravitated towards too long, and this is. This week has has really has really opened my eyes that I, I, I'm I'm kind of going back to guitar. No no wow. No offense to any bass players out there, but like you you, you guys' job is is to is to keep the rhythm and to make everybody else look good. Ooh, if you're not Skip's doing gonna that, be so mad. He's that's what so that's what you, you do. If I don't give a fuck, <laughs> that's what you do. That's what a bass player does. You are there to keep rhythm and make everybody else look good. That is it. <laughs> if you're not if you're Ooh, not if you're, I don't care. That's what that's that that's your fucking job. And if you're not <laughs> contributing to like the melodies, if you're not contributing to the overall like like writing of the songs, if you're just there to to show off, if if you if you're just there to even mouse team the fucking bass, then get out of here. And that's what that's what this dude does all the time on 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 these, especially on on fungus, and then on this one too. He kind of does it. It's a little <laughs> annoying. It's a little annoying. I did read. Um, I don't know if it was Ben Kenny or somebody had said that. Um, early Incubus stuff, a lot of it was written solely by Mike, the guitar player, even the bass parts. Uh, Dude, apparently, he, apparently, he's a guy that I love. Who? Mike. Mike. Oh, Mike. Mike Einzinger. 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 Yeah. yeah, apparently he's he's like a really good bass player, and he's like, I, oh, it was Ben Kenny. Ben Kenny said that um, his slap bass skill is is just is just awesome. Like he said, he's a better slap bassist than than he is, and he he's way more adept adept than most people think as a bass player and he said that he claims that that he wrote a lot of the earlier a lot of the or some of the earlier bass stuff uh, from incubus the bass driven songs on on the earlier incubus stuff is not nearly as good as the guitar driven songs of early incubus mike is a fantastic guitarist oh he is totally and and like the slap bassing ugh 
I'm fucking over that shit, dude. Like I get I it. I get it. I get it too. Like flea slap bass, they, whatever, dude. It's it's not. It, it's it's a one dimensional trick that you can do on the bass to to the common folk sounds really fucking cool. But it's like okay, what else you got? I get. You gotta it. What have nuance. Yeah. What you gotta else be like you like Les Claypool, Flea. You know these guys incorporate melody into just into the slapping. They're not just slapping the entire time. Otherwise, you're just you're just this fucking Ingve Malstein that nobody wants to listen to because your music sucks and it's fucking boring. But this dude, Mike, <laughs> God, man, this is like my new. He's like my new favorite person of this band. The really? dude, it can just man. He writes guitar parts that make the bass sound great, that make the drums sound great, that like back up Brandon, that do everything except make himself sound great. He is never in the forefront, and when he is, he's only picking single notes. It's just very That's slow, true, yeah. very dramatic single notes. Like he, he's the unsung hero of early Incubus for sure. It's I unbelievable. Would I would agree. I love this guy, and he's played with just so many fucking people. He's produced a lot of stuff. He, he's been everywhere. Love him. Yeah. Have you have you seen how big his pedal board is? Even today, it, it's it's unreal how how many pedals he has up on stage with him, just to just to play a full set of Incubus songs over their career. It's, it's remarkable that he knows where, what to hit and where and how he can still remember all this shit. Good. And get everybody else out of the fucking band. It could just be him and Brandon playing I mean, Incubus yeah. songs. Well, they, they did that one time. I think it was in 2006 or seven. Um, they did like a surprise K rock performance. Uh, I guess some band dropped out at the last second and then, so they asked Incubus if they can come play, but then only Brandon and Mike were able to come. So they just played a, a set, just the two of them, for like, I think 30 minutes or something. Love it. Yeah, it's pretty fucking rad. Love it. But uh, what, you know what would be really cool is if they, like, if they came out with an acoustic record with just Mike and Brandon doing just great acoustic renditions of just, Thought just about one guitar. That. Thought about that. But I don't think at this point Brandon can, can fucking control him, his voice. I think he's going to be so annoying. I don't. I know. I think he has more control now than he did back in the early mid two thousands. The early to mid two thousands, he was trying to do different things. Now he thinks he's perfected those things, and he's doing so many things with his voice that are just like, bro, less is more at this point. You don't need to show off. We know you have a good voice. Go back to the basics. I don't think he shows off at all. He shows off constantly. That's all he fucking does is show off, dude. He is, I I don't understand like why he can't just like sing normal. He has a great voice. Why does he he have to do marble mouth? Why does he have to do that? He does all the fucking time. What, like on eight on that record? On every record except for, uh, he doesn't have marble mouth. If not now, when? If if not now, if not now, when? Because Jimmy wrote song. Yeah. (laughs) There are times where he goes like, (laughs) (laughs) that's <laughs> so annoying <laughs> it's like a oh, dying animal <laughs> i just i just don't see it i don't see I, yeah because you got your boyd glasses on dude i, dude, I don't on, care man. man these goggles these are good goggles he's just god he's a good fucking singer that like just needs to get his head out of his ass <laughs> i love how much you love this record but how much shit you've talked on almost every band <laughs> member outside of mike and jose and well, Gavin, I guess. He, he's, 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 he does no wrong. Dude, it, I know. It, Jose. His drumming is fucking. 
God damn, like some of these songs, I swear, I even fucking wrote on a couple of these tracks. I was like, dude, this guy sounds like he just opened up his drum set from a package. It's so fresh. It's so crisp. It sounds like it's never been fucking played. Like the first time he's ever played this drum set, that's how great his drum set sounds. It is unfucking real. Yeah, it's just the, the, the crisp, the crispness of the snare and the cymbals are unmatched. I, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, the guy who produced this record produced Fungus Among Us. He's done like nothing. His name is Jim Wirt. He hasn't done a lot, at least from what I can tell. But he puts out this Incubus record, and it's just everything about this is just from the tone to the mix. Everything is just fucking awesome. I think Terry Date mixed this record, but you know the the drum tones he was able to get off of this. You know, re- recording with analog equipment in '97 with a very low budget. They recorded this record in six weeks. And to do all of this in six weeks is fucking remarkable because they're not only the drumming, the drum tone and everything, but all the little nuances like throw, throw in DJ life or Gavin into this. And he's like, he's like his own instrument. He's like the, he's almost like the, the kind of lead guitar player in a way that he adds so much. I don't want to say nuance because it's not nuance. It's just like noise. He's just really, really rad noise. Like when Kilmore came in, Kilmore did was more like soundscapes. He did some scratching, but he wasn't. He didn't have the weirdness, the quirkiness that that DJ Life did. And uh, God damn, dude, some he's he's an underrated, truly underrated DJ. Even though he never because, really did anything outside of Incubus, but I think yeah, it's dude, because he's playing. Good. He's playing his instrument, if you want to call it that. If he he's playing his instrument as a as its own separate entity. Rather than trying to supplement a song, yeah, everyone exactly. here is like fighting for the top spot, and especially like Dirk Lance, man. It's like all the fucking time he's always fighting for that top spot. That's annoying. Such a fucking but, hater. It makes me so God, mad. dude. It's so irritating. I'm just so fucking over. I'm just so <laughs> over. We we gush about bass players all the time, like how great they are. And it's like, man, fuck off. No, they're not. They're fine. There's so many bands that don't even have a bass player and they do just as fucking well than a band. I would rather see a band with six fucking guitarists than I would a band with two bass players. Straight up. Don't well, care. Well, that's wrong. That's wrong. Don't fucking care. Didn't you just see Animals as Leaders and they had two guitar players? That's it? Oh, no. And it was so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Never satisfied. Oh, no, Never so satisfied. So obnoxious. I just, I just don't even care. I, but I, I, I agree. I, I think, I think DJ Life, Life, oh, with a Y. Well, that's cool. Life with a y. I, think, I think DJ Life. I, just I call think him Gavin. Adds, Let's just call him Gavin. That's a cooler. Yeah, name. That's even, that's even cooler. I think it sounds cooler than <laughs> What's DJ his last Life. Name, like Copel or something. Or, yeah, or D- Gavin Koppel. The Koppel, Ted Koppel's son over here. <laughs> I was thinking that too. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't, I don't think he's Ted Koppel's son. I, I, I don't think so it. either. But I, I I think DJ Life is adding is adding his own sound to the songs rather than just trying to supplement things, and that's yeah. why I do I agree I think I think his stuff is fucking exponentially better than Kilmore stuff because he's like his own entity he's his own thing he has his own ideas he's not just trying to make everybody else sound better like a bass player should, um, so I don't know. <laughs> oh so man! We got there. All right, should we move on from Vitamin? Yeah. Okay, so what's your uh, what's your to be? By the way, Jim Ward's done like a fuck ton of production work, like a hundred. Oh, has he? One hundred fifty thing. Yeah, I didn't really look lot. it up. Okay, sorry, my bad. Yeah, look at my Discogs, man. Discogs is my new go to for for looking up people. Okay, all right. I should have. I'm I'm negligent, I guess. But you are negligent. negligent. That's fine. Not a big deal. So what's your okay. what's your to be? 
Uh, what was my 2B? Redefine, the, uh, the opening track. That's my 2B as well. It's mm-hmm. my 2B as well. You got something right. That's fine. It opens the album. I, I, I think it's a great opener. That, that overdriven guitar it sounds so damn cool in the beginning. It's so obnoxiously heavy. Mm-hmm. But it's quiet. It's not like super aggressively loud. And again, this is this is why this is why I like our boy here. What do they call him on this album? They call him fucking. Uh, let me go back. Jawa. <laughs> what's what's a Jawa? <laughs> yeah, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, God. that's our boy Jawa here. He's yeah. throwing down some really cool. Uh, I don't know. That's fucking crazy to open the album with this. And it's 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 quiet. Like, why is it not louder? If the bass player would have opened it up, if 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 if, if our boy Dirk would be like, bam, 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 it would have been great, it would have been cool, but it would have been loud. It's quiet. I don't know. DJ Scrap wait, stuff. You, wait, are you talking about are you, the distorted the very, guitar? very, very beginning. You're talk, that's a didgeridoo. That's mm, not a guitar. After that, after that, after that. Yeah, it is. Can you hear? There, there's a there's a part right after that. So it starts off with Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, and that's a very that that's that I don't know that's that's way overdriven. That's that we never hear that again in Incubus. They don't do that. This, that's way too heavy for this band. This band is get, <laughs> this band can get pretty heavy too. Um, yeah, that's true. God, I was talking so fast. I can't even like. But keep that, my but words. Uh, Alex's bassline that doom doom doom, just it's so heavy. It's so heavy and thick and and loud. Like why? It's fucking like, loud as hell. Damn, dude. But I'm like Jawa was never. I'm gonna call him Jawa now. That's cool. Jawa's guitar parts are never <laughs> that so loud. Alex's bass lines are heavy and they're loud. They're always up front in the mix. But Jawa's like, I'm fine, dude. Let everybody else have their fun. I'll just, uh, I'll just be great from the background. And that's what makes <laughs> him great. That's what makes him better than a bass player, is because he can throw down something like this in the beginning. I fucking, I just love that overdriven guitar sound. I think it sounds so cool. I love that it's quiet. I love that it's not in the forefront. I love that the didgeridoo overpowers all of it in the beginning. And this is the, the first fucking ten seconds. I know, right? And, and what what are they thinking using the didgeridoo? Like nobody fucking uses that unless it's a joke. They but they make it sound found cool. it in like I I, didn't, I I don't know how they found it, but I would I would imagine I'm I'm hoping I'm inventing a story for them, but I'm hoping they found it like. As they were super high or super fucked up on like <laughs> mushrooms or something, and like, oh, this is cool. Let's see what this sounds like, and then wrote a song around it, <laughs> which I don't think is probably far off from how they actually found it either. Yeah, it's probably not at all. I think, I mean, I could be completely wrong, but I think maybe a couple, few years ago, they brought this song out of retirement essentially and started playing it live, and uh, I think even I think Brandon even brought out the didgeridoo and. He had it set up next to Jose's drums drum kit and would play it at the beginning of the song. Like recently, in the last three to five years. And that that's really surprises me. That they're that cool to do that. But uh yeah. Damn cool intro. I would love have a, to have a didgeridoo, wouldn't you? I would. Dude, that'd be so fucking rad. It'd be so I've actually annoying. seen I've actually seen a group of musicians play didgeridoo live. You you did and I wasn't there, but that's fine. You were not there. You I mean, you were there, but you decided not to go. Yeah, I decided to sleep yeah. in my bunk, and you, uh, you know, destroyed the city of Interlaken, Switzerland. <laughs> that oh. was true. That was there. Yeah. That is true. And then I wake up uh-huh. to you fucking barfing, uh huh, down the hall. Yeah, good times. Good times. But um, 
yeah anyway redefine i i still like there's a couple parts here like the chorus for one i i it's i think it's fucking bizarre i i don't even know how it works the instrumentals don't even match they're like way heavy almost sound like a different song very new metally Mm-hmm. They're doing something totally different, like like break stuff with Limbiscuit, right? How that that instrumentals and that that vocal melody thing that he does, like that's just so fucking weird. It's so vastly different. I like that. That's that's a very new metally thing for them to do, and this is the first track of the album. That's why I think this album is very new metal sounding. Totally, totally, and and Alex rips it up on the bass too. I mean, the ton of slap bass in the verse, and then there's a bass solo fucking bass solo it's pretty fucking cool though right as I much do, shit as you talk dude, the on the baseline on... is fucking golden this it's so good oh thank you fucking finally you yeah, have, no, you have I, some I sense. understand you like, have i some get sense. it it's fucking cool i'm just tired of it i'm tired of it but it's such a cool what's so it's great about the song what's so cool about this song is it has like the craziness all wrapped into one song this is a great thesis statement as we've said on the pod before we use that we throw that a term around a lot this is a great thesis statement it has, it has the weird instruments with the didgeridoo it has some really rad stuff from gavin like just throwing in some weird ass fucking sounds great bass playing you know slap bass just normal fucking bass playing mike you know he does what he does on this record a little bit more in the background not not so forward heavy and then jose's drumming man he fucking rips it up absolutely rips it up in the song totally underrated um just an absolutely underrated drummer Especially yeah, and, the then, song. and then don't forget Boyd's thrown in an actual melody. Yeah, an he actual is. melody here. Melody, he, he's rapping, he's doing a little bit of everything that, that you hear on the rest of the record. Rapping, yeah. I, I would I guess I would call this I don't I mean, like calling this like any kind of rapping, rapping or any kind of hip hop thing, uh, outside of just having a DJ in the band. Because then we're getting into the territory of just like bad rock rap stuff. And I don't want to do that because this band's better than that. They should be better than that. They are better than that. Sometimes not are they better, better than, than that. Most of the time they are. Sometimes they they they, <laughs> they embrace kind of the the bad side of Incubus, which there, <sighs> there's definitely a, there's very a solid little. bad side. No, there's very little bad stuff from them. Dude, the instrumental bridge, that part fucking so dope. I know, I, I, I love it. I I I think like this is the first track off their new album and they're they've already said they're trying to like slowly shy away from the new metal sound. But then the first thing they do is like drop something that's like this aggressive <laughs> and crazy new metal. New metal. It's yeah. like, okay, whatever. I, I I picture this song as like a beautiful mess, right? Oh, it like is. I would I would love to see which came first, the vocal melody or the instrumentals. Oh, how did you come across it? But like, then how did you? What do you think is, is singing over that stuff? It, I think it, I think I don't know. What I think is they probably got you know pretty pretty high, pretty fucked up. And they were just like, let's let's make a song. Let, and then they just threw in all this stuff together. And then I, what probably happened was Brandon started just singing nonsense, no real lyrics, just just noises and melodies and stuff. Freestyle, and then, probably. Yeah, kind of. This is like a freestyle song, really. Yeah, no, it's, it's a lot of these songs are very jammy. I, I feel they're very very jammy. Yeah, but even still, man, the melody in this chorus is still pretty solid. I think it's. I think it's one of the. I mean, it's only like one of the four or five actual melodies around this entire album. So, it's good. It's really good. So, I want to play a little bit of uh, of redefine for all you uh, knuckleheads out there. So here it is from Incubus. Yeah. 
Redefine from Incubus. God damn it, it's a good song. You know what's what's really cool too is is during the the chorus. You know, it's it's Brandon's really great melody, but then also Gavin in the background, he's doing that that thing on. He's scratching the thing where it's just the the guy yelling "Go, go, go, go!" Just <laughs> just kind of like almost like hyping up Brandon while he's singing that. I just. It's it sounds so stupid when you try to explain it, but when you're you're like, wow, dude, that's that's really kind of genius. That sounds super fucking rad. God damn, dude, Gavin just just kills, and the little noises he he kind of plays with during the verses, and and like like I said, you know, Alex Alex's bass playing in the verses are super funky, slap bassy, but going into that first verse, him and Mike both hit that that high that high note that. Boom, and then it just—it's that that high note that kind of just drops into the to the to the lower stuff, and then Brandon starts singing. It's just a fucking well-crafted song, man. Just super, super well-crafted. And and this is a song that like that like for sure. I I would probably agree that the instrumental part came first because because of the part where 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 everybody's coming together and doing the bee bee and then. that fast part that's fucking drumming is so good there dude that's something that is so fucking tight that is only like like a drummer a bass player and like a guitarist can really work on together and then like brandon comes in after that so hey dude we got this really dope song you can play it if you want or it's a jam song this could be a warm-up song for their practices i don't know but even like the chorus, even though I do think it's very melodic for this album, it's not like the most melodic thing they've ever done. But like, the black white—that's a very basic. <laughs> that's a very fucking like elementary melody, vocal melody. And, and yeah, this band is. is still new. You know, this is only this. This is fucking what ninety? What did this come out? 97. 97. <laughs> this is still very new. Like we're acting like this is fucking Zeppelin's fifth album here. <laughs> this is. <laughs> <laughs> it's still very very new oh, and so like brandon boyd will eventually come up with even though i don't like stellar that is still a better melody than this is but this is just a guy that is still trying to find his voice still trying to find where he fits in with this band that is really really fucking good little does he know that he is also really really fucking good 
Yeah. He just says he just doesn't know. He just can't articulate how great he is yet, and he won't do so until Morning View. IMO. IMO, that, that, yes. <laughs> that means in my opinion. <laughs> There, there's also a vocal part in the first verse that I've always l- really loved. It's it's the part where he says, "Fuse the two, kapow! What are you now? You're the human magic marker. Won't you please surprise my eyes?" I I love those those two lines. The way he says the kapow and the magic. The way he says magic marker. You're the human magic marker. I lo- I just love those lyrics. It's funny too because he actually does mention Ted Koppel too in the in the song. He does. Wasn't that weird? Yeah. Yeah. I wonder. I wonder if he did that intentionally, just to like make fun of Gavin. If we if we made fun of him, then obviously, like somebody at some point in the band has made fun of him too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope. Right. <laughs> I mean, they had. I mean, they're not dumb. They're not dumb. Yeah. So, what do you got for the lyrics on this one? I thought this was about defining yourself based on on your own likes and dislikes, rather than letting society do it for you. I I, yeah. I kind of yeah. put it. You know, it's about sick it's about it's about being sick of following the status quo and being more of an individual and finding your own path in life that's what i i got on here but what brandon boyd said about this song he said redefine is about the creation of your own reality and your own world the metaphor i used was humans being like magic markers for so long they painted black and white pictures in their life because that's all they thought they could do but they can paint with a different color and make a very vibrant and beautiful picture if they take control. So um, he just said exactly what we just said, but in a much more annoying way. So See, like, he's just not a great lyricist at this point. He's just not. And yeah. even that, even that, even that, like, explanation was so much, like, word vomit to, <laughs> was, to kind of, really to kind of like, like, make his lack of, of lyricism better. But it just, it didn't. It was just like, oh, wow, dude, you, you just reaffirmed that I think you're not a great lyricist. <laughs> <laughs> you're, yeah. I, I, that, it annoyed me so bad when I read that today. It's like, if you're not a great lyricist, that's fine. Who cares? Do you like focus on your melodies? Focus on, on your presentation. It's not a big deal. Who cares? Clearly yeah. the bass player can't write songs because all he does is fucking Damn. wink. Not what a big is, deal. It's fine. it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I don't know what is wrong with you. I, I don't know what kind of stupid pills you took today. They must have been like you know extra what it is. Extra, you know what it extra is. Extra strength last, stupid pills today. Here's what it is. Here's what it is. I'll tell you. I'll tell you this right now. I don't know anything about it. Last, Words. last, 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 last jam night we had. Last jam night we had. Or last to go. Last jam night we had. I say last. I'm funny. Huh? Last. <laughs> <laughs> last jam night we had. I. Uh, <laughs> I was playing like bass like all night, and I was like, okay. I, obviously, I'm not great at, at at the bass. I'm just not. But I can do. I can do like, I can do scales. I can do minor pentatonic. I can do major. I, I can transfer to like chord progression in scales. Like I know. I know a little bit about how to like play the bass, and I've got a lot better with playing with my fingers. But I still felt restricted, and that's just because I'm not great at the bass. But then, like, I got a guitar. Obviously, that's not fair because I'm playing guitar way longer than bass. Mm-hmm. But it just felt like so much more natural. And then I was like teaching the, another one of our neighbors how to, I was like, hey, dude, like, look, at least learn this scale. Like Kirk Hammett fucking made a, a, a killing off of the minor pentatonic scale. That's all mm-hmm. he fucking plays. Who cares? Whatever. And I was kind of like <laughs> teaching him how to play guitar. And I was like, oh, wow, this is, like, I miss playing the guitar. Man, I miss like just noodling around. I miss like fucking around with chords, messing around with scales, messing around with like soloing. And, and I just I just realized it's a better instrument. That's it. 
That's all. <laughs> Not a big deal. Not a big deal or nothing. <laughs> but there's a reason why fucking bass players like never get any recognition. Okay, it's not because like oh, the bass has been misunderstood for generations. No, it's because it's just not as great as a guitar. I don't care. I don't give a fuck. Oh man, I, I guarantee you, when when Skip is listening to this right now, he's probably I know screaming. He will. He's probably I know screaming. He will. He's like, "Dude, oh, you're fucking." He's probably wrong, spitting huh? his he's spitting his fucking tea out and stomping <laughs> on his crumpets. I know that. I know that. I know that. <laughs> And I, I hope, I hope he, he, he probably will have some, some fairly not nice words. But Calling you know, us a whatever. bunch of cunts and everything. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh shit. Anyway, um, redefine. Let's, let's move on. What's your 3B? Let's move on. I'm actually pouring a beer, like, as we speak. Hold, hold, hold on. Hold, hold, I don't know about that, dude. Hold. Oh, yeah. Hold. There. My 3B, uh, I had vitamin, <laughs> that one, new skin. My 3B was, uh, let's scroll down. Oh, wait, I told I, you, uh, real quick, real quick. I told mm-hmm. you that uh-huh. I was doing the, the wool thing to Tammy. Yeah. She didn't pick up on it at all, all day, all no, day. I did it probably every five to ten minutes I was wooling her, and she did not pick up on it at all. I was shocked. Once you, honestly, I've noticed once you get going, you can't stop. Yeah, it got bad. It got real bad. And that's why I thought I couldn't believe she didn't pick it up. Pick it's up like the it. clapping game. Like 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 once it hits that point, like it's fucking obvious what I'm doing to you. <laughs> Even if you don't know like where it comes from, it's obvious yeah. that I'm doing this to you. Yes, yes, yes. But still, nobody picks yeah. up on the clapping game. That's another thing. Well, We've been I doing don't, the clapping game for twenty I, I, years. I don't go as far as you go, but. We've been doing it for 20 years, and nobody's picked up on the clapping game. I don't think I've ever won the clapping game. You've never won. I beat you, you every single fucking time. I just, I can't, I can't, I can't do it. I really have no shame in anywhere, any other Except aspect of my life game. whatsoever. But I can, I just, I can't do it. It's just too awkward. It's too fucking awkward. It's not that bad. I can't do it. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah, you, you should start doing the wool thing and see if Renee notices it. <laughs> I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that work to people at the bar when they order a drink. You got so a it, drink man. that I don't like. Could I get a mai tai? I'm going. Whoa, hold on there, dude. <laughs> but don't even say that. Don't even say anything else. Just go that. Whoa, whoa, It's so obnoxious. Oh my god. Uh, people order the dumbest drinks. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I like mai tais though. Like good mai, mai tais, tais are great. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um. Anyway, what's your three B? Favorite things, baby. F- favorite things. Mm-hmm. <sighs> what is your 12B? No, it's my 4B. Okay. Oh, that's so what good. Do you, what do you got on this one? Uh, I like how frantic the music is, but Boyd's voice is very calming. And then the contrast, what's going on musically. I like that. That's the only time in this album where, where you really get like this, this really like aggressive music. With just a very lackadaisical, confident Brandon Boyd. I like that. Yeah. Too bad that things, you know, it's just. No, it's, he's going. Very sno- he sounds so snotty when he, when he sings that part. Oh, man, it's, it's great. I, I, okay, so with, with favorite things as well, what I love, um, Mike's guitar playing, it's that, ding, it's that high part, that ding, 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 ding. I can't even try to do it my voice but Go ahead. It's, it's the high part and then the he goes into like this like lower palm mute it's like wait how does it go is it dun, 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 
it's just it's just this kind of like what am I trying to say here? It goes from the this, the high notes to the, to the low palm muted parts, but it's very, very quick and almost like subtle. But the way Jose plays off of that part and his little fills and his little tricks and everything with the with the bell of the cymbal, it just, he, he accents Mike's playing perfectly. Like the the, the interplay between, between Mike and Jose is, is perfect on this song. Just absolutely perfect. Yeah. And Mike never shows off. Alex, Alex just is there. Alex doesn't really show off in this song. He's just there to keep the low end and to keep the deeper tones. But but Mike is just doing the the quirky stuff, like the high the higher notes, the higher chords, and 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 everything like that. It's just a, it's a really cool balanced song. Nothing's too heavy. Nothing's too crazy. And it's really catchy. This is, this is just another song that I think is 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 more vocal driven because. I really like the chorus. I think that buzz sound effect is way cool. The scratching, it blends well with like what's already going on. But I like that the melody and relief is in the verse. Like that's where that's where the catchy shit is, is in the verses, not the chorus. The chorus is fine. Mm-hmm. Man, those verses are fucking strong. Those are strong, strong verses. I yeah. love that. And I, and like what I really love about the song is is when the music drops in after Boyd says like the favorite things part. You get a lot, like in music, you get a lot when like they're drawing out that four count, that one, two, three, and you'll get that snare hit on the four, and then the music drops. I don't like yeah. that. I don't like that. Like you don't, you don't. We, like we know. I get it. I can keep time a little bit in music. I, I, I don't need you to cue me in to when the music is gonna drop. Don't put the snare in there. They don't put the snare in there. It's just a, it's, it, he says favorite things, draws out that four count, and then when they start over back on the one, that's when it drops in. Love it. Yeah. Love that. I like it too. Fucking love that shit. Favorite things. The way he says favorite things. things. It's very <laughs> snotty though. It is. <laughs> too bad that things that make it's it's still very Anthony Kiedis, but not nearly as obnoxious as Kiedis. Dude, man, boy is just like this guy that just has like this voice that is so fucking great, but just has not has not learned to like harness his own power yet. No, goddamn beautiful fucking voice, man. I, he just—he's the best. And, and, I, but uh, I like Anthony him. Boyd. I, I like. I almost said I Anthony like going Boyd. Anthony Void. Anthony Boyd. Yeah. Oh, Anthony Boyd. <laughs> I like. I like going from album to album to album, seeing like where he's progressed in some areas, but where he's falling short in other areas. Like that's cool. And then the, in this one, like clearly he's falling short, and then the melody, but you can hear, you can hear like the beginning stages of, of what will be like. The best shit he does, and which is, in my opinion, IMO, as I said it before, I'm like mm-hmm. Morning View, like that's like his best, the you best, so? the best. I think it's the perfect blend of melody with him being confident in himself and not doing like annoying, over the top, operatic singing that he will do in, on other albums. See, I I would argue and say that Crow is probably his best overall vocal performance. I, just, I mean, Morning View melodies is close. Aren't, I, I, I agree that Crow is better vocally, but I don't think he he's writing better songs melodically on mm. Crow than he was on Morning View. I disagree. I, I, I really disagree with you on that. I think he reached his peak on Crow. Because every song, every song is unique vocally. Every song on Morning View is unique, but not necessarily because of the vocals. It's more the songs. Really, Brandon leads leads 
every song on Crow, and it, I mean, it, in the, every song on there is fucking amazing. But Morning View, not not so much. Okay, I've, that's fine. Everybody can be fucking wrong in their well, opinions. I that's mean, fine. You've said so many wrong things, especially talking about Alex, um, and all the shit you've talked <laughs> on. Back uh, to the bass playing up. But, um, I'm talking zero shit on Jose. He's amazing. <laughs> He's fucking fantastic. Yeah, I mean, really, honestly, the only people that you've talked shit on have been Brandon um, and Alex, which is just stupid. Brandon, but, because the potential is there, but it's not. It's not. It's not come out yet. Alex, because there's there's too much there's too much technique there, and not enough uh, not enough finesse. It's just let me just mash as many fucking great licks as I can possibly fucking get in here. It's like, okay, bro, I get it. You're good at the bass. Calm down. I, uh, Calm down. I did read, I think it was the Morning View. It was It was like, they, they came out like a making of Morning View, like a DVD or whatever. And uh, I, I'm pretty sure it was on that DVD. And he, Alex was talking about how people always ask him, like, oh, how do you get that tone? How do you get that bass tone? And you just sound so unique. And he said, I just have two really big amps up on stage or like I have a bunch of really big amps on stage and that's where I get my tone. It's nothing special. It's just, no, it's really it's, fucking loud. Yeah, exactly. His tone <laughs> is, is not, there's, there's no unique loud. tone there. It's just fucking loud. He's just yeah. constantly playing as hard as he possibly can, but it's still fucking cool as shit. Of course it's cool, but like I get it, dude. I get it. You can play the bass really, really well. Like maybe <laughs> like support everybody else. Like it's your fucking job, but he does though. Sometimes he does it most of the time. Eh. Oh eh. god, god damn! Eh. Anyway, anyway let, let's play a little bit of uh, favorite things from from Incubus. So here we go. Incubi. Yeah, Incubi. Alex is not he's not that crazy on this song like him and Mike play 
note for note the same thing through a lot of the song. This is a cool song because this shows like they can still be kind of kind of in the same realm as, as like punk music and, and play a little bit fast and a little bit more um, energetic, I guess. Yeah. Even even like in the in the verses, Jose too kind of has this like shuffle beat going. Very, very subtle shuffle thing he's doing before jumping into that that pre chorus, that da 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 the very basic kind of almost punk thing. But uh yeah, man, I I, I, just, I, I did. I like I like weird. that buzz. Whatever that whatever that tone is, whatever the pedal is, the, the bzzz. Yeah, or or, or you're talking about like, cool. weir, 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 kind of that wah thing. That he just does? no, like the 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 uh, maybe it's even like the bass. I don't know what it is, but it's just like a bzzz. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about now. I think it is the bass. Fucking I think it's a bass loud. It sounds like like when you blow out your guitar amp and you continue <laughs> to play it, and there's so Which much you've like. Done. Reverberation, yeah, constantly. <laughs> actually, fucking Mickey blew this one again. It fucking last time he was over here. Are you serious? You just got yeah. it fixed, like yeah. six months ago. Mm-hmm. Fucking guy, blew it out, babe. We go hard. We go hard. Yeah, apparently so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, favorite thing, three B. Very good, very good. So my three B is Nebula. Okay. <laughs> so wait, so you hate this song or what? Nebula is a song. So, so I have oh I have all these God. bees, and I have all these okay songs. Nebula is a song. I don't know if I like it or not. But why? I don't know what the fuck is going on. Like it's fun sometimes, but then like other times. So I listened to the album like six times this week, four times on the vinyls, one time in headphones, and then one time over speakers. <laughs> yeah. And Nebula, like I had I had it listed as a banger, and then I had it listened as an okay song, and then now it's just a question mark. Because sometimes it's fucking really fun, and I love getting behind it. And the other times, like this is dumb. Why though? I, I don't it's know. Just, it sound. This is another like kind of jammy song that reminds me a lot of Redefine. It's with. I it, mean, like, you, yeah, obviously, the fast parts are dope, right? The point of contention <laughs> here is that vocal pacing. Do I like that? I don't know. Like, is he trying to be fucking Danny Elfman or some shit? I don't know what he's doing. Oh, so is this a That's joke a, song? Oh, I like that. I like that because I, I do like I do like note matching, especially in the vocals. I do like I, I I think that's cool. Iron Man did it a couple times. I think it's fucking great. But I don't know. I don't know. I honestly don't know. I don't know. I can be convinced <laughs> either or. Well, I mean, I was just. I mean, I, I think during that 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 chorus that that kind of scale that they do that that Alex and Mike do is just it's so fucking rad. It's so fucking cool. It's so basic, but I I, I still I still love it. <laughs> it's just that it's that dude. It's that. I know. I love that. <laughs> but so I, I basic, but I don't it's know. awesome. I don't know. I don't know. And the way, the way the brand the way Brandon, it's not just the way he sings, but it's well, it is the how he it's how and the way he sings. But is it? It is just very. Everything is note for note. And I, I love mean, the like, simplicity. Realistically, of it. that that specific part, that part that like makes or breaks a song, that's very theater kid. That's very goofy. That's very uh, I get, okay. That's uh, that's very that's very corny. But and you but you and but you love theater kid music. I know the question is like, did he think that was fucking dope and badass and like groundbreaking, or do you think it was just I I don't know what to do. Therefore, I'm gonna just do this because that that's gonna make a big difference. Like, what is the feeling behind it? 
I just thought that they, I, they probably just thought this is oh this is really cool this is a really cool song like, I don't I don't think there's anything deep about the writing of the song I think this is more just a jam thing I think this is a song that they threw in at the last minute or they came up with in the last minute to just fill up the songs not to say it's a filler song because it's not but I and feel again, like it was very it's it's rushed that's weak because it's coming in between two songs that I think are okay are not bangers for me oh boy and that's that's what I had trouble with and so when I listened to this uh, on the speakers I, I shuffled these songs a little bit more a little bit weird like like uh, mm-hmm. uh, consistency wise or, or what do you call them uh, not what do you call them <laughs> chronologically it was weird hearing these songs out of order yeah so this one, yeah. this one, like the reason why this is not just an okay song out the gate is because when this was put up against songs before or after that were better, I think it does better. But in between, I, I, I think Summer Romance is an okay song. I think Deep Inside is an okay song. And so given that, this song is kind of like, okay, well, you, you put up in between two songs, I think are just, eh, eh, whatever's. Therefore, you're whatever's. I like the I like the way that the song opens up with that and then it's just just that one note on the guitar that it's just that high note. It's kind of annoying. It just there's nothing overly complicated about the song and that's kind of why I think that's its charm too because like we've seen in almost every song weird. everybody just kind of rages and just kind of does their thing and to see who can come out on top but this is a song where it's just you're like, what the fuck am I listening to? It's just such a bizarre fucking song. Yeah. It's a standout song for sure. And maybe that's why you're not connecting with it because you're expecting Alex to just, just rip it up and do all this crazy slap stuff and, you know, Mike to do all this crazy noodling like with effects and shit. And, but it's not like that at all. It, I mean, out, this and probably Summer Romance are probably the most simplistic songs on this entire record. Same yeah. thing. But okay. I I can see that. I, Nebula You're right. There's not there's not a whole lot like of, of depth here. And I think maybe that's the point. It's just it's like a jam song where they they probably just uh, And and they probably had a lot it, of fun with this song. And when you think about it too, you know, it does that do 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 boom boom. It's just like that that heavy palm muted stuff and it just kind of Builds, builds, and builds, and then it drops back into the to that goofy kind of scale thing, and then it it just kind of goes back and forth between that, and then I don't know, it just it's such a bizarre song, but I love it. I've always loved this song. It's a yeah, it's, it's a true stand. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, Jerry. This is fucking weird. I, I don't. I I I honestly don't know how to classify this. It's just a it's a question mark in my notes. <laughs> okay, that's fine. I don't know. I don't know. We we don't have to play it or anything. I don't love it. I don't hate it. If yeah. I timestamp that, just that one part, that, that Danny Elfman fucking part, that would probably have been better, but I did not. <laughs> All right. So, I mean, just real quick, lyrically, this song is just about getting really high, you know, either on acid or shrooms or whatever. Um, but yeah, this is what that's what this song is about and how it makes him feel. Not th- I don't think okay. it's anything deeper than that. So what is your, uh, what's your 4B then? Did you say your 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 three B? That is my three B. Nebula is my three B. Oh, that was your three B. Okay, my four B is Magic Medicine. There it is. I I knew that was gonna be high up for you. That's my. It 11 has B. to be high. It's That's so my good. B. It's so fuck. This is a perfect jam song. 
They've already it's been kind really of like teasing these little jam songs, right? But then here it is. This is a perfect dub bass line. Just throw out a, a super thick and heavy bass line and let's build a song around it. Straight up de facto style, right? Yeah. De facto came out a couple years after this, really. So yeah, maybe like they're influenced this. by this. I don't know. Yeah, they, but this they, is, they were this influenced is by Incubus. <laughs> yeah. That's it. This is this is great though. This is fantastic. This is showing that these guys can really do, can really dig deep into like the history of what they are trying to mimic. Kind of like the reggae, the dub, the Jamaican style of bass playing, of building a song around a heavy bass tone, of of, of a great drum beat, of everything like that. I think, and then just fuck it, just make a nonsensical acid trip. Uh, I don't know. Song. I think this song, sense. to me, this song was based off of a corn song from Life is Peachy, which came out a year before this. And the song Porno Creep, track five on that record, it's like an instrumental kind of dub track, but a lot darker than a normal dub track. Um, but I think this song was directly inspired from that that particular song, Porno Creep. Okay. It reminds me a lot. Do you remember that song at all? I remember the name more than I do the song. Okay. I think if you went back and listened to that that song outside of the context of the record, I think you you would you would dig it a lot more than you think you do. I'm yeah. going to write my little fucking notes here. Oh, yeah, it's it's like a there, two dude. maybe a 2 minute song, two and a half minute song, but it's like an interlude on Life is Peachy between uh Lost and the song Good God. It's a good little good little instrumental track. But um all right. Yeah, and then and then in, in this song, Magic Medicine, uh, there's somebody narr- or like um, reading out of like some children's book. Nobody, I I couldn't really find out what this is from or if it's completely made up. But um, pretty much all the lyrics are on this page. You see a little girl giggling at a hippopotamus. I wonder why. And then it's just Gavin kind of just messing with it, looping it, running it through different effects, and. Uh, it's good, man. It's it's this is a, such a rad fucking song. A great song showing Gavin's skills and showing like you said like the dub influence of the rest of the band or the dub influence or the influence that the band took from dub music and everything like that. It's just it, it's <clears throat> man, I, I I hate bands like Pepper and Slightly Stupid. I just can't fucking stand yeah, them. I, I hate them too. But and, and and when you listen to those bands and I've listened to a decent amount of both of them because there are people that I know that really like both of those bands. You don't you don't hear a lot of a lot of like roots influence in those songs. You don't hear a lot of like, oh, where did you come from? We came from the reggae realm. Well, like, no, you fucking didn't. Like even Sublime, you can hear the roots influence in Sublime. Yeah. You, you can't hear it in Pepper. Pepper is influenced by a band of the you know like Sublime. But it's like they weren't influenced by the bands that influenced Sublime. And like that's what's a, a, a joke band about Pepper and, and Slightly Stupid. This song is like clearly influenced by people that are that are like namesakes in, 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 in the reggae realm, in the dub realm, in the ska realm. Like these are this is mm-hmm. a band that like knows their shit. Incubus knows their shit. Yeah. And this is a song that proves it. I I totally agree, and and what you said just now about Pepper bands like Pepper and Slightly Stupid, it, it's they all of their influence is derivative. It's it's taken from Sublime, but not from what they were influenced by by dub, reggae, ska. 
and blues music, like they, they Sublime took so much from all those genres, meshed it into one sound, but then Pepper and Slightly Stupid only took from Sublime and that's it. And it's like the whitest boy reggae music you could ever fucking listen to. It's just, I, I can't stand that style of music. It's, 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 it's terrible. I, I, I forgot to mention on the Exodus when I did the, the vinyl thing. Um, mm-hmm. But there's, there's, there was two times on that album Exodus where, where Bob Marley just threw out like just subtle fucking throwaway. Like one was like, ooh, girl, ooh, but he didn't say girl because <laughs> Sublime said girl. He said, yeah. ooh, ooh, and it's like, oh, dude, like Sublime straight up took that from Bob Marley, that ooh, girl, yeah, ooh, girl. And there's another time too where, where Bob Marley said something. It's like, wow, dude, like Brad listened to a lot of Bob Marley, a lot of reggae music because he did the same thing with Peter Tosh and like that's cool that you can hear these but like you have to know you have to know the 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 original source material to pick up on the nuance of the people covering it yeah and I I think that's that's what's lost on like Pepper and and, and Slightly Stupid and that whole white boy frat reggae rock shit but like this going coming circling back to Incubus here like the heavy dub influence here like let's double down on on the root notes. Let's make those. Let, let's let's accentuate those root notes. Let's make them loud, and let's kind of like solo off of those. Hit some really like scales here, and but they go back and really hit those root notes at the same time as the bass drum, as the bass, as the guitars. Everybody's doing it to really like push those in the forefront, and like that. I think me and my limited knowledge of dub music, that is what it's about. Yeah, like that's fair. I mean, I I trust you more than. What I think, but you should always trust me. More well, I mean, you, you, I mean, you, 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 you know, dub and reggae music way more than I do. I, I like the genre, but you, you're way more knowledgeable than me in that. Um, but I, other I mean, than that, I'm, I, I'm I know way more, way more about. I mean, no, no, no. You, so. What I was going to say is, other, outside of uh, dub music, paper, um, paper, <laughs> what? parachutes, anything. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm just looking yeah. at stuff on the on the desk here. You have a parachute on your desk. No, I, that was just, I, I knew, I knew, I knew I was going to, I knew I was going to be called out on the paper thing. And so that, that was the first thing that came to my head. I don't know why. <laughs> All right. I want to play a little bit of magic medicine because why the fuck not? Here it is from Incubus. You see a little girl giggling at a hippopotamus. I wonder why. there it is yeah magic medicine from the incubuses do we have anything else on this one i wonder why do you like that that vocal thing that they do yeah or the reading yeah the song is just it's it's, so stupid this song is 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 a jam song it's it's just meant to be an instrumental 
but because we're young, because this is the '90s, because we uh, we don't know how to properly like like represent ourselves as a band, as a as a, as a corporation, as a brand, we add instrument or uh, vocal parts like this, and that's fine. Nothing against it. I Sounds like, like it. you have something against it, but okay. I would prefer the vocal parts to be in there than I would prefer them to be out of there in this context. All right, so should we? are we good with Magic Medicine? Should we move on? What do you want to do? I, I keep thinking you're, you're singing that Dion on the Belmont song. I wonder why. Wait, what song? Dion on the Belmonts. I don't know if I know that song. I don't okay. think I know that song. No, that's fine. I wonder why. So like 50 song, Boardwalk. Wait, what? Wonder why I love love you like I do. I don't know. Do you know what Dion the Belmonts are? I am sure I I would if I heard it, but Dion, right now am I saying it weird? Dion and the Belmonts. You're not saying it weird. Oh, gotcha. I I just you fucking act like you don't know the fucking Dion and the Belmonts are. That's fine. Well, I I don't know who Whoa. Dion Dion. Well, I don't know about that, dude. I wonder why. Okay, well that's fine. <laughs> um, sing the wanderer. That's not you. Got you. Got to sing it. I, I don't. I'm not. Well, I'm the type of guy who likes to get around. As I'm, I know, I know. I see running around. I am the wanderer. I am the wanderer. I <laughs> get around, 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 like, around, around, around. I know exactly what you're singing. <laughs> <laughs> Did the wanderer exactly so good? I know exactly what song. We had a fuck ton of cool songs. <laughs> Pretty sure that's Dion the Belmonts. I, I mean, you know more than you know better than me on that. I, I know they have a song called "I Wonder Why," though. I wonder why. <laughs> you see a little girl laughing at a hippopotamus. I wonder why. Yeah. I wonder why I love you like I do. <clears throat> yeah. I know. I don't yeah. Love you fuck like off. I love you. Um, all right. So. Do we want to talk about any other songs? What do we want to touch upon? Let's um. So so I would like to talk up upon. I would like to talk upon. Talk like, upon. What does that even <laughs> fucking mean? Talk upon. <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> let's do. Let's do. Let, let's do a quick drive by. Okay. One. Boom. Okay, quick idiot box. Here. That intro. Lincoln Park yeah. made a fucking career out of that sounding intro. Done. <laughs> yes. Uh. Let's see. Glass. Little Primus sounding there, right? In the intro there. Oh, it's so groovy, too. Yeah. That cool, verse. cool, cool, cool. Um, we're doing like rapid fire here. A Certain Shade of yeah. Green. This is an okay certain song. Shade of Green. I don't like it the that much. Sings that? Why? The, 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 dude, another. They, like that intro is super new metally. Whatever. It's so good, though. It's so simple. But the oh, song so revolves around like that backbeat upstroke thing. It's, there's no melody here. We're just waiting for that part. That that little offbeat thing. <laughs> That's what this song revolves around. Eh, whatever. Fuck off. Don't care. Uh, Summer Romance, Anti-Gravity, Love Song. That's my Love the guitar beat. tone. Cool. But it's very like jock jam sounding there. Like if, like if you made like just a, a, a generic jock jam anthem sound, that guitar yeah. tone would be there. Groovy bass line. It's cool. It's cool. Have, it's cool. have you seen them play this um, acoustic? No. It's pretty cool. I don't it, like the it, sax. It, sax is dumb. Well, oh yeah, the sax is the worst part of the song. Do you know that sax um, player is? Is it Jason Freeze? Uh, no, he uh, is a sax player for Hoobastank. 
Oh, that's who it was. Okay, yeah. I knew it was somebody. Okay, yeah. Somebody stupid? Yes. Well, Jason Fries is stupid. Somebody we didn't care about? Jason Fries is... I, I didn't like say Jason Fries was stupid. He's great. But you, were, it was, but you implied it. That was Sax Blazers Which is rum? No. I love Stan Getz. Come on. You love John Coltrane. You love Adrian Terrazos Gonzalez. <laughs> Hold on there, dude. Hold on there, dude. But you, you should uh, you should check out the uh, the acoustic version of Summer Romance. It, it's just Brandon and and Mike, and it's really good. Okay, it's it sounds surprising. It's it's surprisingly good considering how many effects Mike throws on the, his guitar on this song, and when it's stripped down, it's it's solid. Okay, okay, yeah. Continue, continue with my it. continue with my, uh, my 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 rapid fires here. Mm-hmm. Uh, deep inside, I like this rapid fire deep thing. Deep inside, um, deep inside. This is fucking crisp, crisp drum performance. The guitar riff sounds like I Like Dirt from Red Hot Chippet. I like dirt, 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 dirt. That song is so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, like, like this is, I don't know, this is, this one sounds fantastic on the vinyls. It really does. Oh, it does, yeah. Every song on this does. It's so deep. It's so deep and thick sounding. Every song on this. But there's nothing really elevating about this song. It's just a really well put together song that's just pretty generic overall. Uh, and then uh, what do you, what do you, Cal, Calgon? Calgon, that's what I call it. Calgon, yeah. Calgon and the, the heaviest song on the record. One. And this song's fucking rad. So this is a high B yeah. for me. I don't know where to put it because it's it's just too long. There's a lot of stuff that just doesn't need to be there. And I get why they did it. It's fun. It's People did this shit all the time. It's great. It's very spacey feeling, and then it like drops into the invasion of sound type of thing. It's fucking dope. I like it, um, but it's just too fucking long. Don't. But care. that that bass that bass tone he he throws distortion on that bass and that it's kind of that that walking bass line. Yeah. Like that super super crunchy bass, and it just it drops and it, it Gavin drops it with that 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 sound, and then Brandon just kind of like goes crazy. I don't even know what he what the fuck he says. But it's like Anthony Kiedis, just just insane. I, I just only that's the only word to describe it. He just fucking goes nuts. But the best part about this song is the very when the song ends, and then Brand you and then Brandon gets mad at Gavin for almost erasing the entire tape. Is it? I love. Is that, that Brandon getting mad at him, or is that somebody else getting mad at him? And then Brandon's coming in and saying like, "Oh, what happened?" I. It sounds like Brandon getting mad. It sounds like, like him talking. There's so many parts of that thing that I think are hilarious. One <laughs> that 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 even transpired on tape, I think, is funny. And then two that the entire time Gavin is just kind of like, I, "Hey, I'm like, he's laughing. I'm sorry. <laughs> he's laughing. He's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but he's not taking it serious in any way. <laughs> like he just doesn't care. I think that's so fucking funny. <laughs> Because it, it sounds so, and and then the person complaining, which I still think is Brandon, it's he sounds so whiny about it, like he's so just Come beyond on, irritated. Like you gotta <laughs> watch where you're going. Come on, you could have ruined God, the whole thing. Come God, on, look what man. you fucking did, Gavin. You almost fuck. You almost erased the <laughs> entire track. Please fucking be careful. <laughs> he's so fucking whiny. I it's I, it makes me laugh every fucking time I uh, I listen to it. I look forward to to that part when I listen to Calgon. It's a better ending than Jonathan Davis crying at the end of his on albums. Daddy, yeah. yeah, yeah, and kill you, yeah. That's a one and done. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. That's all I got. Uh, really. Okay. All right. So let's give our final thoughts on science. 
uh, by the Incubuses and uh, Incubi. give our rating, Incubi. And uh, according to our three point, our world famous three point rating system, where three is a perfect album, two is a good album, you're going to continue to listen to. One is a bad album, but give it a shot. And zero is the worst thing you've ever heard. So final thoughts and your rating. I will I will say that this week I've I've been very very uh, disillusioned by Incubus. I've always I've always held Incubus in this in this light of of their band. Not many people talk about because not many people understand them, and I still think that that is true. But I also think this band is just not as great as as their reputation proceeds. I think this is a band that doesn't really do any of the genres they are attempting great. They do them all pretty good, like pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't think this is influence wise. Incubus, meh. And like, if we're, I, I'm gonna steal this from the punk rock NBA, who's a cool guy that I've been watching Ugh. a lot of his videos now. Why? Because I, he's because so he's, annoying. He's a little bit older than us. He likes a lot of the same music, and 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 and, but his criteria it makes sense. And, and we've been doing this for a while too. But like overall. When we when we critique these albums, it's 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 like an objective. Like is this band objectively good? Yes, this band is objectively good. Yes, like yeah, yes. Wow, Franklin. Subjectively, <laughs> like what do I feel? Like how do I, well I feel about this band? Whatever, and I feel pretty highly. And like influence, and this band like influence other bands, the genre, the scene. Not really. There's not a lot of influence from this band. There's just not. And that's because this band is not. I mean, it's stupid, but like influential. They're just, they're just not. They they didn't do anything groundbreaking. They didn't do anything that nobody else was doing. And even like brought up Corn did multiple times, and and Sublime. I mean, I brought up. So this band's not doing anything groundbreaking, but they're still really really good. <laughs> Two of their albums are really really good. You just want to find every way to shit on this band and because shit on this record. Because you're not that great, man. And when I oh give my, my God, final dude, product it doesn't here, have to I be. Just, it doesn't have to be like something great. revolutionary, dude. Look at you. Fucking love the bouncing souls. Nothing they do is revolutionary. Whoa, Nothing they whoa, do is super whoa, influential. Whoa, Same with Guttermouth. Come on, dude. on, dude. Both of them Get are very influential. Uh, There's only God, one you're band. Exhausting. There's only one punk band that uh, is more influential on East Coast from Jersey than the Bouncing Misfits, Souls. I know. That is yes, it. I know. That is it. And Guttermouth, there's no other fucking band that has been around as long as Guttermouth has that still throws out the same kind of aggressive, disrespectful fucking lyrics that Guttermouth does. Yeah. There's no yeah. band, probably in the history of fucking music. So to say that Guttermouth is not influential, yes, they're influential. But who's influenced by them? Any yeah, they're, they're, they're any doing the same that, shit that they were any, doing in no, 1985. No, 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 no. Take it easy, but hold, hold on there, but any band, any punk band that sets out <laughs> to be disrespectful in any way, shape, or form is influenced by Guttermouth. Nobody ever says Guttermouth well, is bad. People always say, "Oh yeah, Guttermouth, yeah, they're good, they're good." Well, like, yes, they I think I think them. most bands are gonna are gonna. Be more like when it comes to the controversial route of, of punk music, they're gonna go more the route of of course germs, uh, Sex Pistols, Gigi no, Allen, things like go oh, like Dead on. Kennedys. Dar- they're gonna go the big punk, Darby bands. Crash, yes, Dead Kennedys. That's what they're gonna do. They're not gonna but go when you straight. Get for really mouth. into it when you get really into it. 
they all listen to Gutter Mouth and they all say, oh, wow, Gutter Mouth is a fucking and nobody band. Nobody does that. Nobody fucking band. does that. Then you need to read more interviews with these bigger bands. <laughs> what are you talking about? Gutter Mouth is a band that's been being disrespectful longer than Dead Kennedys. They have. They have. They've been they disrespectful longer than any of the fucking bands you've been doing. What are you talking about? Not influential. Like. I'm literally telling you why they're influential. They're influential because they are disrespectful in a way that no other punk band has ever been, ever. Name a band that's been doing it for 30 plus years. This disrespectful. No. That's silly boy doc. You can't name one. <laughs> name me one fucking punk band that's been this disrespectful 30 plus years. Yeah, 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 that yeah. literally does not care about the fame. That only cares about being a douchebag. Nobody. I think the Next Dickies, question. right? But Dickies were never like, no, 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 no. no, no the no. Dickies are more no. popular than Guttermouth. They, uh, they no. pull a, one, a they were not more popular crowd. than Guttermouth. Uh, two, Guttermouth has uh, somehow surpassed uh, being like canceled. Where the Dickies uh, did not, they they said things <laughs> that were gutter mouth. Gutter mouth are, are playing in Lake Arrowhead, pulling ten people at a bar. No, they're not pulling ten people at a bar. What are you kidding me? Yeah. Every time they play fucking Alex's bar, what are you talking about? You see their okay. Instagram posts. Every time they play Alex's bar in Long Beach, they're drawing fucking seventy five, a hundred, hundred fifty people. Now I know you're lying through your teeth. Now I know you're lying through your teeth. <clears throat> anyway, Incubus is not Incubus is not as great as everybody thinks they are. And nobody thinks they're great because only people that think they're great are like hardcore Incubus fans. Incubus is not as great as as we all have been led to believe. And uh, the true Incubus yeds will like die by them. And up until this week, I was maybe one of them. But after this week, they're fine. They're all right. Like this album's great. This album's good. I love this album. It's not their best. There's a lot. There's a lot that needs to be worked on for this. Um, But it's good. How about this? How about this? How about That's you good. just throw away all your Incubus records? Just do it. Because they're I mean, not great. They're would, not, they're, because, I mean, they're, they're not influential. They're not great. I wouldn't throw they're them in the trash. They're not this or that. Just throw them away. Throw them in the Fuck river. It, just throw them away. So somebody else can yeah, throw them, them out. River. Yeah, throw them in the river. Just go do it. Cry me You hate it. You hate it. It's just, <laughs> this band's, you know what I mean? This band's well, fine. So much hate for like no... It, <laughs> apparent reason because like what did they just do mad for that they, anybody it's, it's just like it's just it's like just, you're so mad that they were that they're they're famous and popular i mean th- who cares if they're no, not influential no 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 who no, cares no. if they're okay. not inf- Reel influential in. the Reel songs are in. great the albums are great this band honestly is popular and and famous for the wrong reasons they really That's are so wrong dude it's not wrong dude it is wrong they're they're, they're 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 they they do tours where they sell a lot of tickets based on their newer albums. In their newer albums, we have agreed based on our rankings are not nearly as good as their older albums, and that's that's based okay. on the subjective and objective facts that we've been throwing out for the past two and a half hours. Okay, so, so this band is big and famous for the wrong reasons, and oh. I don't think they should even be big and famous. They're not that great of a band. They're just not. They're really good at their instruments, but they're a fucking bar band. This is a band that should be playing at a bar. Mm. They're not that great. They had two great albums, plus one that's actually really pretty good. But man, I could do without. I could live. Oh man! All right. So, so what do you, what are you ranking science, or how are you rating it, or what are you ra- rating it? I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. Yet. I don't know. What do you mean you I don't, don't know? know. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's I just oh, not perfect. So obnoxious that's, today. That's you're so fucking annoying today. It's not perfect. That's just you're that's so annoying today. Like I, like this is what happened. I, I think after we we finished podcasting last week, you probably woke up that the next morning and you're like, you know what? I'm gonna take an extra dose of stupid pills every day this week. 
and that's what you did. That's what you did. You took stupid pills before, okay. right, right when you woke okay. up, and right okay. before you okay. fell asleep. Okay. What do like you want me to say? Like, like, like of stupid like, pills. Corns better Just than Incubus. Limbiscus well, better than Incubus. Rage Against the Machines better than Incubus. What do you want me to say? All these fucking mans are better than Incubus. What do you just? What, what are you gonna rate this record? System better than Incubus. I, I don't know. What are you gonna rate this record? I don't know. Three doors down, know. better than Incubus. <laughs> 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 oh man, because I really do like this album a lot. It's really good, and then. Uh, I'm gonna do two point seven five. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do two point seven five, and I would do I would do Morning View probably like I probably do Morning View like a three. <laughs> You're so obnoxious! <laughs> oh my god, for a guy who loves these records, you talk so much fucking shit, and it's so oh, it's so annoying. Yeah. Well. <sighs> <laughs> oh man, this is uh, science. This record is probably. It's it's top five new metal records of all time. Hands down, yeah. you can't fight it. Sure, I mean it could be up there with like one of the the better records from the nineties altogether, all genres. <laughs> okay, well, all on there, dude. A wolf. I mean, of course, you know the Nirvana stuff, Corn stuff. You know that stuff's amazing, but. I mean, but science we just is did fucking Slipknot too. That was nineties. And Slipknot, okay, you're I right. I like adrenaline okay, yes, a lot. That was nineties. A lot of Limp Bizkit in the nineties. Science is better. Science is better than nineties Deftones. Actually, science is better than all Deftones. No, and true. I know you agree with that me on true. that. That is true. <laughs> we just we just did it recently, so that was always fresh in my mind. Here. Yeah. Um, but I mean, science really is one of the the better records from the nineties, and one of the best one of the best new metal records too. It's. It's very unique. Um, every member of the band brings it. Yeah, maybe not all the time. You know, it's their best performance, but it's fucking great. It's solid, and um, you know, fuck it. Go I ahead. don't do this often. Go ahead. I'm gonna give this a perfect three. Go ahead. Perfect three out of three. It's a perfect Go record. Ahead. You give it a two point seven five. Get the fuck out of here, you fucking cuck. You want to give this a three? You just want to make me mad. Eh. That's what you're doing. Eh. I would never That's disrespect what you're doing. the ratings. Well, you you did by giving it a 2.75, and I gave it a perfect three because okay. I'm right. Okay. Oh, God damn. Anyway. Time I'm alive. What? Go ahead. What did you say? Nothing. Did you say got the life? Got the life. That's a good song. Anyway. Um, it's the best yeah, song I don't of all time. Got the life by Korn is the greatest song ever written, ever recorded. Ever done by any band or artist? I'm born. I'm alive. I breathe. And soon I will realize. Whatever you said. I don't know what the fuck he says. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Thank you for listening. Go to, you know, give us five stars. You know the fucking drill. You've wasted two hours of your life listening to this. Um, yeah. So thank you. And that's it. That's all. Don't the different boy. Elon and Musk. he also he he also tour he also tour manages Muse as well. He does Incubus and Muse. Uh, see, I respected yeah. the guy. I thought he <laughs> might have been a cool dude to party with. And then you said that. Well, so you know. Muse are good. Incubus are better. But uh, that I know you, you agree Muse with. Muse are man. good. Is that right? Muse are good. 
Views are good. <laughs> right? I don't know. Muse is good. Muse are good sound weird, right? Sound no, It does. Muse are like, good sound weird. My caveman over here. Good <laughs> God. Muse are good sound good. Muse are good. Yeah, I think That's, Muse is good because you're talking about Muse as a singular. Yeah, band. yeah, I know, I know, I know. It does. Uh, yeah, it's like you don't say Blink One Eighty Two are good. You say <laughs> Blink One Eighty Two is good, right? Yeah, no, I don't true. know. I don't know. That's why I laughed the English, first time. English, English is hard. It's hard, especially when it comes to do when it has to do with podcasts. English is like um, golf. Like just all these fucking rules just made up to like make people like us feel stupid, pissed off, really. Not just Irritating. stupid and pissed off. Irritating. But paper shoes, paper shoes is like the only thing I would oh, I would consider God, to be close to, another... close to a banger. I, I wouldn't, I didn't playlist uh, this and I would never go back to it. But this was, I, I like what was happening here, right? The song changes a lot. Like in tone and pacing, the drum beats are pretty solid. Um, yeah. But overall, it's still, eh, still whatever's. I, I, I will never listen to it again outside of just ranking these when we do Incubus again at some point. Which I don't see why we would, because we've already done science. We're doing science now. We've, we've already done, done Morning View. Morning View, yeah. So why would we, maybe we did Crow. We both like Crow a lot, so we'll probably do Crow at some point. Well, so when we do Crow... We might like it a lot. When we do Crow, uh, then I'll listen to Light Grenades and maybe listen when to that song When we do Fungus again. Among Us. When we do Fungus. Hold on there, dude. That's not going to happen. Well, it happens if I say it happens. <laughs> All right. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Can't argue with that logic. Uh, nope. <laughs> so they have like more aggressive songs here, like Priceless, that show they can still oh, rip yes. it up. And then like super slow melodic shit, which is like my banger this time around. It's talk shows on mute. Like, God, man, I fucking love that song. Maybe just oh, like a God. nostalgia trip or something. I don't know. The video is so fucking stupid. I love it so much. <laughs> It that's, is. That's my favorite video. I haven't met, I only rewatched the science videos, but that's my favorite video that they've done just because it's so stupid. Really? I love it. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's very stupid. But it's like, come it, it's one, a cute. Come all. Um, when he, the, the way he says that, the, the one come all, come yeah. all. Like that, I, oh my, I melt. I melt. <laughs> it's, I love dude, the way he says that. He's a beautiful singer. He has a beautiful he can voice. Be. He can be. Yes. Oh man, I love Brandon Boyd. I, he can be. God damn. He's not he's always great. great, though. He's not always great. Most of the time, he's great. What do you got on Morning View? Well, you got to get into Crow first because your number two is Crow. Oh, yeah. Crow. Yeah. Crow. Duh. Yeah. Um, Crow. Yeah. <laughs> I said oh, Crow. Take it easy. Oh, <laughs> hold on there, dude. No, I thought of Doozy when... <laughs> When he dressed up as the crow. <laughs> when he dressed up as the crow and he did the, his, the Robert De Niro impression as the oh, crow. Oh, yeah. And he goes, I'm the crow. I'm the crow. I can't even do Robert or Will Sasso doing Robert De Niro doing the crow. Um, <laughs> dude, I just I fucking Will love Will doing Robert De Niro doing the crow. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the best impressions. Tyler doing Will Sasso doing Robert De Niro doing the crow. <laughs> the crow. Fucking stupid. <laughs> Oh my god, it's so dumb, but I love dudes. I love Will Sasso. Incredibly stupid. <laughs> I like how anybody listening who's never listened to dudes are like, what the fuck are these assholes talking about? Oh my god, Go so listen funny. to Dudesy Podcast, man. Start from episode one. They're like thirty episodes deep, but it is 
it is one of the greatest podcasts ever made. It is so goddamn fucking funny. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Um, yeah. Crow left of the murder. Yeah. You don't need to show off. We know you have a good voice. Go back to the basics. I don't think he shows off at all. He shows off constantly. That's all he fucking does is show off, dude. He is. I I don't understand, like, why he can't just like sing normal. He has a great voice. Why does he He have to do Marble Mouth? Why does he have to do that? He does all the fucking time. Not what, like, on eight on that record, on every record except for he uh, he doesn't have Marble Mouth. If not now, when? If if not now, if not now, when? Because Jimmy Rolled song, yeah. (laughs) There are times where he goes like, "Hurl, (laughs) hurl." (laughs) That's <laughs> so annoying. <laughs> it's like a oh, dying animal. <laughs> I just, I just don't see it. I don't see. I, yeah, because you got your Boyd glasses on, dude. I, dude, I don't on, care, man. man. These goggles, these are good goggles. He just, God, he's a good fucking singer that like just needs to get his head out of his ass. <laughs> I love how much you love this record, but how much shit you've talked on almost every band <laughs> member outside of Mike and Jose. Like, I miss playing the guitar, man. I miss, like, just noodling around. I miss, like, fucking around with chords, messing around with scales, messing around with, like, soloing. And, and I just I just realized it's a better instrument. That's it. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> Not a big deal. Not a big deal or nothing. <laughs> but there's a reason why fucking bass players, like, never get any recognition. Okay, it's not because like oh, the bass has been misunderstood for generations. No, it's because it's just not as great as a guitar. I don't care. I don't fuck. Oh man, I, I guarantee you when when Skip is listening to this right now, he's probably screaming. He he's probably I know screaming. He he's like, dude, you're fucking wrong. He's probably wrong, spitting huh? his he's spitting his fucking tea out and stomping <laughs> on his crumpets. I know that. I know that. I know that. <laughs> and I, I hope. I hope he. He probably will have some some fairly not nice words, but calling you know, us a whatever. bunch of cunts and everything. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> oh oh right. shit! Anyway, um, 